Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cinema Rogues. I am your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is co-host and sometime host, Guy. Hello. Hi. Um, just get some normal stuff out of the way. Go check out Board Game Barbarians. It's the other show that I do. Uh, check out Sidetail Studios. That is the YouTube and Twitch stuff that Guy does. And check out Papa Richard Warriors. Uh, for some reason, I thought you said Papa Roach. Yeah, check out Papa Roach. They're a band. Yeah. Dude, I saw a video of them um, doing a show in a pizza place in California. Weird. I guess they're doing pizza places now. That's that's their level of that's, popularity that's at this point. What they've gone to. Yeah. Oof. Um, and, uh, it was the song that's on Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. I forgot the name of it, but he goes, "This goes out to all those people who played Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, and then just starts like. Again, moshing in the crowd with them while he's singing it. It was pretty neat. <laughs> and eating pizza. And eating pizza, that's right. Um, just to clarify, the show is Retro Warriors, not Papa Retro Warriors. I just put that in there because, you know, <laughs> when you search for it, just search for Retro Warriors. Papa Retro Warriors is a different thing that I produce myself that nobody knows about. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, what you been, uh, what you been watching? Uh, well, I went and saw the Sanic 2. Sanic 2? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I took the oh. kids. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, I, I was, like, the kids go to, like, this sort of, I guess it's a learning center. Like, we homeschool the kids, but two days a week they go to, like, a school-type situation, right? It's like a half-day thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of their friends there was like, hey, do you guys want to go with me on Sunday to see the Sonic movie? And my kids were like, yeah, we want to go. And then... So I planned to go see it anyway, um, uh, just just because. And so I started making sort of like under the table plans to go take them when those plans fell through. Because a seven year old inviting a nine and eleven year old to go to a movie isn't the most solid plan, you know? Yeah. Um, and it ended up falling through. So we you don't we went, say we went on Sunday uh, together as a family, um, and nice. it was kind of neat. Just from a sort of. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the right, the right word, but from, from the perspective of the last movie that we saw together as a family of four was, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then we took a COVID break from movie theaters. Um, and so this was our first one back. Uh, so this is kind of a neat sort of serendipitous type thing, I guess. Nice. Uh, but it's a good movie. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. If you if if you like the first movie, you'll like the second one. I think I think it's better. The plot's a little bit more complex. It's got more stuff going on, um, and Jim Carrey is is fantastic. And and like I guess the the rumor is, uh, and I don't know if it's confirmed or unconfirmed, uh, but that Jim Carrey is going to retire from acting at this point uh, after this movie. No. Okay. Um, or at least that's, that's something that I had read somewhere, I think on Reddit. Um, and if this is sort of Jim, Jim Carrey's, you know, swan song last movie or whatnot, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one for him. He did really well in the role. I, I think he's, you know, I, Jim Carrey knows how to play a bad guy, you know? Yeah, he does. Should we pick a new movie then for next time? What? No. All right. Spoilers. We're going to be talking Sonic 2 next time. Yeah, no, I'm, I I might actually go see it again between between next recordings. And if not, I, you know, it was, it was a good enough movie that I was paying attention the whole time and I was in a theater, so, you know. Yeah. Um, 
we watched, uh, or Chris and I have started making our way through the Star Trek original cast movies because uh, she hadn't seen any of them. Well, she's seen Star Trek 2. Um, and I think we had talked a little bit about on, on Picard how there's some sort of allusions and, and visual references to Star Trek 4 uh, with, with time travel and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, if you want to watch them, I'll watch them with you. And she's like, yeah, okay. So we watched uh, the motion picture and Star Trek two this week. And then after, after we watched the motion picture, somebody in our discord, uh, I was talking to, to, to discord about it. And somebody in our discord was like, Oh yeah. Didn't they release like a special like director's cut, uh, like 4k remaster. And I was like, did they? And then I went and looked and yeah, they sure did. And it's like, I don't know, 20 minutes longer. I was like, well, I'm not watching that now. <laughs> uh, but I did go and check like, um, I don't know, just some like, you know, scene references and stuff. Um, cause yeah. they did, they did do like they, I, I went and read about it and they redid like the effects from, you know, from scratch on a lot of them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and updated them to be in 4k resolution and things like that. And, and, and redid a lot of the sound and, and sound design. Um, and, and it was, it, it's a noticeable, noticeable difference. So if you're going to go back and watch Star Trek, the motion picture for whatever reason, um, and you're on Paramount plus, uh, check out the, the, the new director's cut that just came out is, is pretty good. Nice. Um, uh, and then other than that, uh, you know, like I said, parks and rec is our, uh, our go to sleep show at this point. And we just started season three last night. So no more Mark Brandanowitz. Nice. That's, yeah. that's what you need to get rid of. Get that Ben Wyatt <laughs> and that Chris Traeger in there. Yeah. Like as soon as Chris Traeger and Ben Wyatt showed up, I just felt better. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what have you been up to? Um, I watched The Fountain, um, which is a movie. Yeah, it's by, um, oh shit, who's that guy? Oh, fuck. I don't know his name. On the tip of my tongue. Starring Hugh Jackman. Yeah, starring Hugh Jackman. Uh, the guy that did Requiem for a Dream, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I can look it up real quick while you're stammering along. Sure, do that for me. Um, he did Black Swan. Um, he did a bunch of weird movies. Darren Aronofsky. He did Pie. Yeah. Yeah, you are right. You got it right when I was there. Right nice. when I was there. Um, yeah, I like that. I've always liked that movie when I was younger. Um, um, and then I watched a movie called Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that one. It was, uh... It was a good movie, but I had, I don't know. It was one of those things where I wasn't wanting a movie at the time for, to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of wanted to watch something. Yeah. It's a movie. It's a movie that doesn't have like a clear resolution. Mm, Those kind of movies. Okay. Yeah. So I was kind of like. I was like, that was just a bunch of crap that happened. Like, in my head, I can't separate Inside Lewin Davis. Well, first off, I can't separate in, uh, Inside Lewin Davis, uh, Lewin Davis from the dude who played Q in James Bond. Yeah, his name is Lewin something. No, oh, isn't. Yeah, and the, but also I get it confused with being John Malkovich. Yeah, which I have only seen halfway through. Hey, me too. Like, hey. I think I got. I uh, may maybe it's even towards the beginning, like the part where he's like in some sort of like 
like half floor or whatever. I, I got a little bit yep. past that, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm. I, I got to the same spot and was like, ah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, well, let's go ahead and we'll move on to news. You've got a news for us. I do, I do. Gilbert Gottfried died today at the age of 67. Yeah, that was really sad. That was really sad. Um, you know, and people, you know, make the same sort of, uh, you know, statements in, in, in honor of him and stuff. And, and, and the, you know, he died too soon, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and, and I agree. This is, this isn't like a disagreement with that per se, <laughs> but like my, my dad's name was Gilbert and he died last year at the age of 67. Yeah. And so like at this point, I'm just like, you know what? It just, at 67, when I hit 67, I need to start getting ready to die. I think. Cause your name's Gilbert as well. Sure. Secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's just, like I, in, in a lot of ways, 67 is my benchmark for old versus young at this point. And, 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 you know, that's unique to me, I guess, but, um, it's one of those things that now when somebody dies, it's, it's like, oh, are they older or younger than 67? I've noticed a lot of people are right around that age. It's like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. I think the median age is like 71, 74, isn't it? Is it? I don't around know. There. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me. <laughs> I don't want to be quoted. Everybody dies at 71. Andrew. <laughs> um, cool. Well, we'll get into it this week. We're talking about the Adam project on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, synopsis. A young Adam has an unexpected visitor that changes the world. I, I didn't want to give away too much. So well, that's fair enough. I, I, I was going to say, I think the previews, um, you know, kind of give away up more than that, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, young Adam is, has an unexpected visitor of older Adam and that changes the world. But Indeed it does. Is that better? Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, released <laughs> March 11th of 2022 on Netflix. That's this year for anyone that's counting what year we're in. Um, originally started in 2012 for Paramount with Tom Cruise as the star. Um, and then development just kind of like took a dump, died. Was that, uh, before or after Oblivion or whatever? I don't know. You'll make me look it up, aren't you? Uh, I mean, you can. It just seems like Tom Cruise in a time travel related movie is, is, you know, the, Something I could see coming up when that movie was was sort of you know making the rounds. Oblivion was twenty thirteen. Oh, okay, so you know Tom Cruise Around. apparently just had an interest in time travel at the time. I guess. Yeah. Um, in July of twenty twenty, the film got new owners being Netflixed, who brought in Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds. Nice. Um, who had also just worked together on New Guy. Oh, okay. Um, directed by Sean Levy, story and written by Jonathan Troper, T.S. Newland, Jennifer Flackett, and Mark Levin. Uh, starring Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, Walker Scobell, Catherine Keener, and Zoe Zeldana. Nice. Nice. Uh, no awards or nominations or anything that I saw. So that's blank as always, because we've been doing new movies recently. <laughs> Except for Back to the Future. 
Uh, Rotten Tomato score, 69% for the tomato meter, 76% for the audience, 55 audience score on Metacritic, or 55 Metascore on Metacritic, and 6.7 audience score, and a 6.7 on IMDb. Guy, what'd you, uh, what'd you think of this movie? Um, you know, I thought it was, it was a fun sci-fi time travel movie. Uh, the cast was, was pretty great. Uh, Jennifer Garner did a, did a, did a great job as, you know, a grieving wife and mom. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the kid was fantastic. Uh, he did a good job sort of channeling Ryan Reynolds. A little uh, bit, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it had a lot of heart and a lot of sarcasm and that's, that's right up my alley. what do you think? Um, I was kind of surprised how much action there was just from like the get go. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of uh, exposition except for like in the beginning, just a bit. Um, but yeah, I felt like it was a action-packed thrill ride the whole time. Get your blood pumping and and funny and you know, Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny you say that. It's like. Ryan Reynolds movies are Ryan Reynolds movies. I I don't know. Even like Van Wilder is is a Ryan Reynolds movie, right? Yeah. Like, like it's it's just he brings a certain unique perspective to it and maybe that's just who he is as a, as a sort of actor person, right? But Yeah. I don't know. It's it's always it's always fun and funny. Yeah, he brings his own comedy to it, which I think is uh always nice to have it's a comedy style that i like a lot and most of his yeah i would say all those movies that i've seen at least um would you suggest everybody go watch it on the uh, netflix yeah man i would uh i i would say yeah I, I again i don't i don't know that any single movie is worth subscribing to netflix for especially now that they're upping their rates and stuff like that yeah. but um, but if you have Netflix, then, then yeah, you know, if it's on your sort of, it's, if it's on your maybe list, then, then, then yeah, absolutely watch it. I, I, I'd highly recommend it. Pop that from the maybe list to the do it list. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. List. <laughs> it's my new movie. <laughs> it's like the bucket list, but different. <laughs> Um, I would, I would definitely suggest it if you have Netflix. Um, it was a fun movie that was, that surprised me. I was not honestly looking forward to watching this movie. Yeah. Um, and then after I watched it, I was like, that was fun. That was a good hour and 49 minutes or however long that movie is. Man, I'm always down for a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, even like Detective Pikachu. I was like, you know what? Sure. Uh, yep. That's a good one. I still need to see what was the one that they, that came out. With the rock in what is her name on Netflix? Oh. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Gal Gadot. I know I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of the movie. Um yeah. about like a like a heist of some sort, right? Thief thieves? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. see that's what I was thinking too. Um yeah. Netflix well, spent play- way too much money on that movie. You had put on the 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 topic list, uh, Free Guy, which is a movie that I kind of want to see simply because of its premise, mm-hmm. um, but absolutely will not see because of a character named Guy. It's a good movie. You should watch it. <laughs> uh, man, you should get know. over your prejudice about other people named Guy. 
It's it's not that. It's just that it's the the name will enter, you know, the sort of cultural zeitgeist and people will, you know, when they meet me, they'll be like, oh, hey, free guy. Rah, rah. I don't want to deal with it. I don't think that movie was that popular. I hope not. Also, also you would deal with that whether you saw it or not. Also true, <laughs> but I can protest things, damn it. You, hear, you heard it here first, everybody. Guy hates other people named Guy. That's every single one of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, I found out uh, a few years ago that there's another Guy Johnson that lives in Fort Worth. Oh, man. Yeah, like he he had made a, a, an appointment at the place where, like the chain of, of, of uh, barbers that I go to, uh, Boardroom Salon, mm-hmm. it's pretty big in, in, in DFW. They're, they're mostly headquartered in DFW, I guess I should say. Yeah. Um. And I got an email that was like, "Hey, thanks for scheduling your appointment at at you know our downtown location." I was like, "I didn't do that." So I called them up and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, that's the wrong guy, Johnson. We we got the wrong one in our system." Like what? what? And you're like, cancel that appointment, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and delete just, his email from your system. Yeah, just delete him from life. There's only one of us allowed. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you really do hate guys named Guy. Damn straight. It's uh, well, secretly, let's... it's because I hate myself. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's coming out on the show. <laughs> Don't do that. You got to practice that self-love, man. I do. I do. You got to practice. No, well, not like that. Don't bring, you know, this is a friendly, kid-friendly show. Not really. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, well, fuck damn. Let's get into the spoilers. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Did you just say fuck damn? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> to demonstrate that it's not a kid-friendly show. Right. Right. It's yeah. like um on The Simpsons when when they go uh they do like the Lost Boys episode or whatever. No and, idea. Oh, and Bart's like, we can do whatever we want. We could swear. We'll live like kings. Damn hell ass kings. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Just like that. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Spoilers. What's up? What do you want to talk about? Um, well, first off, I'm worried that my dogs are about to start playing. Don't do it. All right. They're, they, they calm down. Um, so I want to talk about the music or the lack of my memory of any of the music from this movie. It was very, uh, not memorable. Yeah, it's it pretty generic. I can't think of any like, you know, soaring themes or any you know any earworms that really got stuck in my head or anything. Yeah, yeah, nothing. No Back to the Future theme, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the location. Vancouver was really pretty. Yeah. Where uh, where was it set? I don't know if they ever said. Did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was really pretty. Um, I like the the Pacific Northwest in general. Um, it's, I don't know, I guess maybe that's just considered Western Canada, not the Pacific Northwest, because that's, you know, the U.S. or whatever. But but right. that general, you know, area of the continent is, is really pretty um, with, with the mountains and the forests and stuff. Yeah. I really liked the, the their home. Mm, yeah, a really nice home. Um, all the locations seemed really 
well done. I thought the, the when they go into town was kind of weird because it didn't seem like the same location when he goes in to get like the medicine and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like they they have the fight with the bully. Like that seemed like a like an L.A. location that they just shoehorned into Vancouver. I can see that. Uh, uh, I, don't I don't know. Um, I liked all the future tech stuff, like the guns and the lightsabers, and um, <laughs> the way that they. Um, I like the way that they kind of grazed the science without really getting into it, and kind of gave an explanation of you know the when you get back to your time ta- after time traveling, that's when stuff sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like a a progression while it's happening kind of a thing, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and um, like at the at the end when they had uh, w- when they were playing catch, for example, um, you know, and they they were like, "Well, it's it's re- rewriting like thirty years of history or whatever. It's going to take a minute," you know. Yeah, and I thought that was that was that's kind of a nice touch. Yeah, um, I like the way they did like the deaths where they basically didn't have to get like an R rating or anything for murdering people and decapitating people by yeah. just having them basically Avengers style blip away. Yeah, um, that was pretty neat. I thought that was like pretty gory and gruesome to think about without actually having like gore, which was pretty cool. Um, Otherwise, I felt the movie was filmed very well and, and shot very well, but nothing really stood out as far as like amazing cinematography or anything like that, except for there was a nice scene where they're both like Ryan Reynolds is drinking a beer and they're both on like a picnic table. Um, and that was a pretty nicely framed shot that I remember. Yeah, I like the the shot when um uh the 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 main lady, the bad guy. Hmm. When when she uh, when she shot that bullet and it got like sucked into the whatever the device the machine, yeah. Um, I thought that was that was neat the the way that was sort of done and 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 um, I don't know it it, it was just you you rarely see anything that affects a bullet like that right yeah in any kind of unless you're talking about I guess wanted you know they were like curving bullets. Right, but, no. but to have, you know, this big, you know, magnet actually affect things that were going on around it and, and to take that into consideration and make it a plot point, I thought was pretty clever. Although you bringing that up does make me think about how she immediately like died after that happened. And based on their own science that they're going off of, she wouldn't die until she got back to her timeline. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, she was never going to make it back to her timeline, so... I guess you're right, because time travel would have been deleted. Yeah. I don't know. Time travel. Fun, fun stuff. Oh, hey, we, I just realized we're doing two time travel movies in a row. Yep. Oh, yep. whatever. Uh, I got chills when he saw his dad. That was, that was some chilling stuff, whenever they both are in the lecture hall. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was really sweet that you know, his dad knew it was him like immediately. Yeah. You know, I mean, he didn't acknowledge it immediately cause he was in the middle of class, but, um, you know, like, like their, their sort of second interaction or first interaction after the class let out, he was just like, 
Adam, you know, yeah, uh, which really spoke to sort of the revelations that were going to come later about, you know, how much he did care about his son and, and, you know, how much he did, he did worry that he wasn't spending enough time with him and, 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 you know, was, was kind of screwing things up and stuff. And, you know, and, and that's, that's really sweet. Cause I think, you know, as a kid, when you have a parent who's not as active as maybe you would have wanted them to be, um, and right. as present as you would have wanted them to be for, for whatever reason, in this case, because he died and, 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 you know, other people's case, just cause parents are busy or whatnot. It's, it, you know, you have your kid perspective of thing of, of things, but I'm sure, you know, just, you know, being a parent and, and you being an adult, just how much of, of being an adult is just like worrying that you're not doing it right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's, uh, it, it was kind of sweet to see that, you know, that perspective of things. It was also sweet to see the perspective of the two different, like the older and younger Adams and how they, what level of dealing with grief they are. Yeah. Um, in, in how they deal with it themselves. Yeah. I mean, it was real nice to see, you know, they, they had that scene where young Adam was, was telling older Adam about his misconceptions of, of events, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and how he was like, you know, dad, no matter how tired dad was, he came and, you know, threw the ball with us or whatever. Um, you know, and, and, and had a catch, had a catch. There you go. You know, and it's, it's one of those things where I, I guess, you know, for me personally, like looking back on, 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 on my childhood, you know, there are things that, that I'm sure in the, in, in the intervening 20 years since I moved out, you know, of the house that I've solidified memories that, that aren't real or whatever, or, or have, um, made up my own perspective, come to my own conclusions. Um, yeah. and there's, there's a, you know, and there's a little bit of sadness there just cause you know, I'm never going to get those answers. Like I can't ask my dad about it at this point. Right. right. Um, and that kind of sucks, but, uh, uh, but it was, it was nice to have the fantasy and, and, and see that. And, 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 you know, it's, it, it kind of helps process some things, I guess. Nice. Um, I audibly laughed at only one part, and it was the part at the end whenever he's fighting the guy with like the nunchucks, lightsaber blade thingies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he steals them from him, and then they immediately just get like punched out of his hand by something that's flying into the magnet. <laughs> and just Ryan Reynolds' face when it happened like made me laugh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. CG was good. What I really um, want to see now is like a deep fake where they put like Deadpool in there in the place of, of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I think in that whole be, fight or just that part? Uh, probably that whole fight. Any, any of the fight scenes, right? You put mm-hmm. in Deadpool with like his like Deadpool eye expressions and stuff. I think it'd yeah. be great. That would be great. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much else. Like it's not an astoundingly deep movie or anything like that. It was a fun, fun romp, as I like to say in most episodes. <laughs> no, it was, it was, you're, you're right. It it wasn't a, a super deep movie. I mean, there were some sort of twists and turns that happened. Um, but, you, uh, but I mostly saw them coming. 
Um, yeah. You know, uh, it was, there was the nice side story with his, his future wife. Um, future wife. New show. <laughs> and it's, uh, but, but more or less, it was sort of a, a straightforward, you know, A, a leads to B leads to C kind of, kind of thing. For sure. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it was, it was really good. I, I was surprised, um, how much I enjoyed it. I expected to enjoy it just cause like, like we were talking about earlier, it's, it's a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, but you know, it did have some heart. It did have some feeling and, and there, and, and like I said, there's a lot of, um, sort of a perspective on on parents who are just trying to you know survive and do the best they can for their kids um yeah and and really trying to just you know navigate life while also being responsible for another human <laughs> yep and i you know those kinds of things speak to me these days i guess yeah i mean on that note i thought it was really sweet the scene in the bar whenever he his mom comes in and um he starts talking to her about himself as a young young boy. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was real uh that was real touching. Um and, and you know, you kinda got the sense that it like after he walked away she sort of figured out who he was. Um or at least had a yeah. suspicion. Part of me was uh slightly afraid whenever it first showed up because she's in the dating pool that they were gonna try to like back to the future, like have her hit on him kind of a thing. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, not this again. Um Uh yeah, I, I like the uh, I think we talked about it a little bit, but I like the interactions between old Adam and young Adam. Um, especially the way that relationship changed over the course of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and how, you know, young Adam seeing old Adam uh, sort of helped him kind of put stuff behind him and, 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 you know, uh, and old Adam telling him to quit being a dick to your mom, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. That was, was really nice. I enjoyed the, um, I enjoyed the resolution of the movie actually, you know, they, they didn't, it wasn't a happily ever after ending necessarily, you know, um, uh, Mark Ruffalo still died in the timeline. Uh, they yep. didn't like, you know, prevent that. They didn't, you know, he didn't wear some like fucking body armor or whatever. Which I was kind of surprised at. I thought, I thought it was implied that Sorian, is that her name? I don't Even? remember. Um, I thought it was like implied that she went back in time and had him like, and killed him. I thought that that's the direction they were heading. And I, I looked out for it, but I didn't see any kind of um, indication that that was the case. And I think this is, this is, is weird to say about a, a, a fiction movie, but I think had Adam's dad lived, I don't think the older version of her would have necessarily needed to come back because it seems like her sort of driving motivation was that the government took the project away or tried to take the project away from her. Mm -hmm. And so that sent her back in time to her younger self to uh, prep her and change the timeline so that the government didn't take over the project in the first place. Yeah. She biffed it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and that, that action was, you know, was independent of of 
uh, Adam's dad dying, um, and, and and may have been, been like, like I said, if he had been alive, then maybe he would have had more control over the the experiment in the long run, um, yeah. and wouldn't have had it taken away, and it wouldn't have set the entire chain of events in motion. Probably, I assume so. Um, I don't know. I don't really have anything. Anything more? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, no, it's a pretty short and sweet movie. Um, you know, a lot of action, lost a lot of humor, uh, really straightforward. And, and, and I think we kind of touched on, on all the big portions of it. So no, yeah, it was just a fun time. Um, you can see this on Netflix only. Um, I don't think it's available for purchase on like iTunes or anything like that. Um, I honestly haven't looked. Oh, my bad. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably start looking that up um and then next time we're gonna do sonic 2 sonic the hedgehog 2 yay all right well you remember everybody stay hot and fresh just like them cinnamon rolls yeah all right bye, bye.